Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. You have found us. This is Retire with Integrity, brought to you by Integrity Financial Planning with your host, Brian Bowen, president and founder of Integrity Financial Planning. Here's our number, 866-2PLAN-4, 866-TO-PLAN, and the number four. You can find us online at retirementplannow.com. Brian, I don't know if you saw this, but a four-year-old in Australia recently got stuck in one of those claw machines while at a restaurant with her family. Mm Mm-hmm. Her uh, older sisters had convinced her to climb into the machine in order to grab some teddy bears. It took several minutes, but they were finally able to direct her back out of the hole that she climbed through to get in. How can you get in there? I mean, she had to be tiny. I was just trying to figure out how much money it took for them to try to get her back out. Because, you know, they were trying to use the claw to grab her oh, and bring her right. back out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. 80, 87 quarters later. Yeah, I know. People... Keep track of your kids. So let's talk. Uh, we're just, you know, just past the new year. Financial resolutions. Have you abandoned your new year's resolution hmm. yet? If so, here's a new batch of financial resolutions that you could make instead. If somebody adopted one or several one of these items as a financial resolution for 2023, Brian, what would they need to accomplish it? Number one, stop being so disorganized with my finances. Yeah, that's... um. That's easier said than done, though. I mean, you know, because it's not a lot of fun to organize your finances. Um, yeah. So people put it off. I mean, that's kind of why people come to us, not to organize their budget, but they come to us because they feel like you know they've grown it over the last 30 or 40 years. And when you grow things, you don't think about consolidation, right? You have, we've had people have 29 accounts. We have one, oh uh, one couple... I think they're in the 70s, mostly because they had a lot of CDs, because every single CD was a different account. And we rolled, I want to say it was like 30-some IRAs into one IRA. Oh, my gosh. But it took us a couple months. Because, you know, you're dealing with a small bank, and they don't accept the form from Fidelity, and, you know, the client's going to go to sign at the bank. I mean, there's this... And we're, we're not talking about a lot of money here. It was like, it was a, I think it was a $6,000 contribution every single year. So it had grown a little bit because it was like a CD earning yeah. 2%, right? So they might have had eight in there. There's nine. a limit to diversification, isn't there? But the amount of work that it took to roll all this together, you know, we lost thousands of dollars. Oh, because the, the value of the account, now they're existing client, right? We were taking care of them. It was more of a, a consolidation effort because they're like, we just, I can't keep, I said, you know what? You can't keep track of your stuff because you got 70 accounts everywhere. This is Jeez. insane. You know, you guys pass away and you're leaving a mess for your kids. Think about all those passwords. Oh, it's all Even awful. to get into that stuff. Yeah. So it's a slow process, right? But it helps for you to look at the whole picture then, right? Because, and we have different custodians that we use for different things, right? We might have a, uh, clients' money at two places, sometimes three or more, but we have software that we can kind of pull it all in, 
And so we have the, the snapshot, right? And then when we're having a review, we go, here's all your accounts. But I thought that some of that's a Fidelity or Charles Schwab and some of it's at my 401k. Yeah, but we've got it all in one spot. So we, when we're making planning decisions, you're okay. Like we had clients in here. Do you think we're going to be okay, Brian? I'm like, you're going to be fine. They're like, but we only have so much in your 401ks. I'm like, yeah, but you got this, you got the real estate. All right, we're looking at the the big picture. Yeah. And it really helps if, you, if you're disorganized, it's hard. We, one of my clients has been with us, I don't know, she's probably been with me 10 years. And she came in and she's like, I don't know. I said, how much do you think you have all together? She had a huge stack of papers. Her husband handled the finances for years. He passed away. Oh, man. It was like, I think he had nine days in retirement. Yeah, it was awful. It was, he passed away nine days after he retired? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I got, um, I think it was throat cancer or something. Wow. Oh, this is years ago. That's so heavy. I can't remember. But anyways, the point is that she came in and she's like, I, I need help. And she goes, I think I got three or four or five hundred, four hundred thousand maybe altogether. I can't, I can't, I don't know. There's just so much and duplicated statements. So it was hard to tell what's what, right? And this is not her area. Her husband took care of it for 40 years, right? And he was, a, for what he earned, he was a fantastic saver. I mean, the amount of money they had. So it ended up being, I want to say it was like $900,000. Oh, wow. <laughs> and she thought it was for because of the, the disorganization, right? That's the kind of thing that it will help you plan better if you know what you have, right? How about this one, number two? Take the time to understand what I'm invested in. That kind of goes along the same line, doesn't it? That's a little different. I mean, taking the time. I mean, yeah, people go, oh, I've got uh, Bitcoin. Go ahead and tell me what, what, how does that work? Explain blockchain technology. Yeah. Like nobody can really explain it. Or I start putting money into this 14 years ago and haven't touched it. I have no idea what it's doing. Right. I got this mutual fund. I don't even know what it is. I said, do you know if it's large caps or dividend paying stocks or if it's, you know, small cap or is it international? But I don't know, Brian. Well, this is value fund something. I don't know. <laughs> you know? And, uh, okay, so let's find out what you're invested in, right? And make sure it aligns with what you want to do in retirement. It's easy to understand real estate, right? Real estate's one of those, we own an apartment complex, right? That's what we do. We property manage and we manage apartments, Yeah. right? Well, stocks and ETFs, mutual funds, it's a little bit difficult, right? You can't even just, a lot of companies, you can look at the name, you can't tell what it is. They have these weird names yeah. today, like Google. I mean, you know, we know what Google is now, but first time I heard Google, I'm like, what the, what the heck that? is that? Yeah. What is that? What is what? So I think it's, it helps to explain when you do, when we do a second opinion service, we tell people like, okay, here, you have a lot of tech. That's a lot of risk. I just want you to know that going forward, you're just saying how you want to be more conservative. I would probably move some of that technology companies and move it into more you know, conservative, maybe large cap dividend paying companies. So it, it, it take, you got to take some time to understand what you've got your entire retirement savings in. Yeah. Right. You got to stop and take the time. How about this? This is a big one. I think number three, stop giving away my retirement savings in the form of hidden fees and expenses. So many, you and I have talked about this. Mm -hmm. So many people have no idea what the fees are that they're, and they're, it's buried in 70 pages of, contract i wish it was only 70 pages but um yeah so we had in fact one of our, our clients been with us probably seven or eight years they came we did a, a workshop and we were talking it was just a general it was about required minimum distributions and iras and not needing them and figuring out ways to you know reduce your tax bill with like we talk about anyways 
really sweet couple came to me and was like, Brian, I got um, a stock account that I manage, and I got this financial advisor in town that has this uh, this thing. I don't even know what it is. It's a, some it's an IRA money, I think, and I think it's with Prudential. I said, oh, okay, so it's probably an annuity. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it doesn't grow very much. And my stock account's grown over the last three years since we've been in it. This thing, it really hasn't. I said, well, bring it in. We'll take a look at it, right? Yeah. So he brings it in, and it's a variable annuity. And basically, you scroll through the first five, six, seven pages. You can't find anything about fees. There's nothing on there. It doesn't say 1% here, 1.3% here. So we got on the phone, and um, we called Prudential and got all the information. It was a painstaking call. Oh, my gosh. It was over an hour because they had, I want to say, two or three with them. And then we had to call another company because there was another advisor in town. They had been duped by over a million dollars in these things. So when we added up all the fees, their fees were up over 5%. Wow. Per year. So you do the math on a million dollars, they're paying over $50,000. The next meeting, when I added it all up and they came back, I've never seen someone get so mad in my office before. Yeah. <laughs> like he got really red and yeah, that's and why it's not growing. He's a really soft spoken man, but he was like, I can't repeat what he said. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me off the air. Yeah. It was he was like, I'm gonna go to that because he was a local advisor here in town. He's like, I'm gonna go. I'm like, well, okay, calm down. We don't need to go to jail over yeah, this. Yeah. But we can file an arbitration, you know, if you want to and complain and, and try to, if they didn't do their job explaining the fees and the costs. But there was a, a flat cost of 1.3 for the um, mortality expense ratio. There's the uh, mutual fund cost of one. Uh, there was long-term care rider of a half a point, death benefit rider of another point, probably missing a fee. Oh, yeah, the living benefit riders. So you add it all up and you're like, Oh, it was like 4.8 or almost 5%. It was crazy. And you go, okay, well, this is why if the market's going up seven or eight, right. And you're being charged almost five. Well, you're not just making, you're not making the spread. You're actually making worse than that because the money's gone. Yeah. Right. It can't be invested and they take it out first. <laughs> they don't wait till the end of the quarter. A lot of them, a lot of the fees are like immediately or daily or ever, you know, monthly, so, um, yeah, the fees and expenses can really drag a performance. And actually, if you looked at the mutual funds themselves, they weren't that bad, right? They probably grew just as much as the market just did. Just the fees were sucking up all yeah. the profit. Yeah, exactly. What it, bad, like what were, I guess it's relative and subjective, but like that's more than double what a bad rate is, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, a, a, a typical investment advisor is going to charge... I mean, we just had a um, client, prospective client come in. They heard us on the radio and came in. They they told me their Morgan Stanley person, I think it was maybe charging one and a quarter, one and a half, somewhere in there. That's pretty typical for an investment advisory. Um, oh, so this was five times that. Yeah. Jeez. Right. And there's all these benefits that they get, you know, but when you start explaining it to people like, look. You got to live 20 years just to get your money back with this living benefit. Guaranteed income. And there's guys on the radio in our market and all our markets that we're in that do this. I'm sorry to kind of blast them. But the reality is the guaranteed income story is really a, a, a guaranteed marketing program for the insurance company. 
That makes them a pile of money. Yeah. I mean, does, who doesn't like the sound of guaranteed income for life? Yeah. I like the sound of oh, that. Yeah. Doesn't that sound good? Guaranteed income for, for life. Call now. Yeah. And they 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 act like But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. A little yeah. bit of time offer. Call now. <laughs> and you know, you're getting this guaranteed income for the rest of your life, but when you really do the math, you know, if you live to 90, you might earn 2%. 3% maybe, right? And I've got a calculator that you can kind of estimate it all. It's And that's when the, the, the somebody's just hearts, just, you know, sinks to their sinks stomach. To their, yeah, and they're just the like, what shoes. did I do? And they can't get out of it or they have to pay a 4% penalty. It's bad. While they're eating caviar, you're eating tuna. Mm-hmm. Hate that for you. 866-2-PLAN-4, that's our number. Or you can find us online at retirementplannow.com. You're listening to Retire with Integrity with Brian Bowen. Now, let's get back to the show. We are back. This is Retire with Integrity, brought to you by Integrity Financial Planning. Brian Bowen is here. I'm Brett Sharp. The uh, average American, Brian, gained 29 pounds since the beginning of the pandemic. The average American. Now, listen, I've gained some weight, but not that much. Did you gain 29 pounds? I mean, at least. Dude, I'm like Pizza the Hut. No, you're (laughs) not. I'm man. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think you gained 29 pounds. I need to drop 20 pounds. 20 pounds. 20 pounds is what well, I you didn't gain it since the pandemic. Uh, no, I just gained think? it in the last three weeks. Just telling you. I eat. So let's talk about life happens. Weight happens. Life happens. Sometimes events happen in life that make it really important for you to carefully assess your financial situation. Brian, I'd love for you to explain why. I'm going to give you the scenario why each of these events is usually a good reason for a financial review. Number one, moving to a new job. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, pri- we call it trigger events. That oh, is that what those are? Yeah, the trigger events in life that happen and people go, I need to probably do something, right? I need to call, I need to get an update on my financial, you know, my financial plan or whatever. Yeah, we've got a lot of people say, yeah, I just got a new job and I got all these benefits and they're offering stock options or, you know, they have all these benefits I never had before. I just want somebody to help me with all this. It's a lot, you know, and I've amassed this, Net worth of my 401k is a million and a half now. And, you know, I want to retire in three years. I've saved all this money, you know, half a million dollars in bank accounts. And I'm not, I don't know how to invest. I'm scared. You know, I'm worried. I, I want to invest in real estate, but I don't know where to start. Is it multifamily or should I do, you know, storage units? Should I, you know, whatever. Car wash. Yeah, car yeah. wash. I mean, there's a million things. Office. Should I, you know, be a, a landlord or, you know, it's like there's so many options. It's hard to know where to start, right? So I want to buy a building and do a triple net lease. At least that's what I think I want to do. Okay, you're gonna make millions. That way, I don't have to. If something breaks, I don't have to do anything. They have to. They figure it out. Of it, yeah. How about receiving an inheritance? That mm-hmm. happens a lot. Um, it does, but yeah, that's a. We've got a lot of our clients, existing clients, that receive inheritance. Right, they're in their 60s and their parents pass away in their 80s or 90s, and it's nice when they're already established like that's so much easier right because yeah, cause they're going to be the executor of the estate if it was set up well right and a lot of times you know we ask that question when people come in are you, are you expecting an inheritance and you know they're like yeah but it's not much it's a couple hundred thousand. Oh, okay uh or no my parents are you know pretty well off i think they have three or four million dollars okay well it may not be a bad idea to talk to them to make sure that they have all their ducks in a row even if you offer to pay for some of it, because it will create so many headaches. Just because they're worth 
three or four million dollars doesn't mean they have they their ducks in a row. Right. And we we had a couple come in with well over twenty million dollar net worth, and the will I don't think had been updated in 25, 30 years. Oh wow! And they just had a will. So everything's changed. Oh yeah, and everything. Real estate all over the place. Everything was going to go in probate. Uh, LLCs and corporations in multiple states. Very intelligent, very smart, but just been growing it. They're like the aggressive growers, and they never sat down to really plan, even though they did have advisors in quotation marks, you know, that they were paying tens of thousands of dollars in fees to, but they were just more of a, an investment advisor, right? Mm-hmm. They managed the money, and the tax person filed their taxes. They didn't have a comprehensive financial planner. And, um, yeah, you think, oh, you know, if you get an inheritance... It's a great trigger event to go, let's look at everything. Let's look at these old insurance policies, our real estate. Should we retitle it into our trust or an LLC? If it's investment properties, let's do a, just a do-over, right? And and take a look at everything. We have some clients that just received a very large inheritance from their parents, tragically passed away. Mm. I say pretty early, you know, young, in their early 60s. And they were doing very well. And that's um, a mess. I mean, it is an absolute, and the, the attorney fees I'm estimating probably when it's all said and done, they're going to be in between a hundred and two hundred thousand dollars oh, to settle this estate. It might be more than that. I mean, it's it's already almost. If it would have been set up right. Oh it's yeah, so I mean, there was there would be something right. You need some assistance with an attorney sometimes, but yeah, not much. Maybe a few thousand dollars. I mean, I remember you talking about this one facing a serious medical issue. You had talked to me about, and I think it was called an HSA that you could put like six five thousand dollars in that was yeah, for medical issues account. or something. Yeah. yeah, I think it's eighty three hundred this year if you're over fifty five. You're almost there, aren't you? Anyway, I'm sorry, I won't ask that on the air. So, um, if you're Hurtful. over fifty five, you Hurtful. can. Yeah, I know. I think it's seventy three hundred per year pre tax that you can put into a health savings account. A lot of people get it confused with a flexible spending account or FSA. They're like, oh, yeah, we put in 2500 or whatever to the FSA. But we have to spend it out at the end of the year, so we don't put a lot in there because we don't really have a lot of medical. I'm like, no, that's different. That is, You have to spend most of it out at the end of the year. You can only roll over, like I think, $1,000. A health savings account, let's assume you're over 55 with the catch-up. You can put $8,300 into oh, wow. pre-tax, and you do it every single year. If you don't use it, it's okay. It grows tax deferred. So that's the second tax benefit, right? First one is I get a full tax deduction. Yeah. And if you're making really good money at 40% tax bracket, yes, that's a great idea because you probably don't have a lot of options out there. Wait, what is really good money? Mm, I would say they need to be in the 22, uh, 20, at least 24% tax bracket. And here in Virginia, we have 5.75 tax. So you're you know basically paying 30% at 24% tax bracket. Yeah. So you're getting, you know, about 30 of your money back, right? Plus, you get to invest it in a HSA. So usually there's a minimum, like, oh, got to have a thousand in a savings account or something like that. But once you get over that, you can put it in uh, mutual funds, you can invest it in Vanguard or whatever, right? Some kind of large cap stock and let it rip. And then the the growth, if it's used for healthcare pre-qualified expenses, okay, they have to be qualified expenses. Your glasses that you're wearing, that's a qualified expense. Oh, right? okay. Dental, vision, uh, any medical expense except cosmetic surgeries, like non, what do they call it? Ones that are not needed, right? Yeah. You know, so you, voluntary. Voluntary, yeah, yeah, thank you. So the idea is that the HSA is the only thing 
that's legal that you can get a triple tax benefit on. And we've had people do it oh, over the years. Plus, you can also put one year uh, in an IRA or from your IRA and put it into an HSA. So you can do like a full $8,300 and just transfer it also as well. A lot of people don't know that. But you got to do it before you get on Medicare. So you get it. So there's a lot of rules to the HSA. But yeah, medical issues are incredibly important. There's fidelity to study, 260000 per person is what you're going to spend over your lifetime in retirement. Schwab did the same. Charles Schwab did the same thing per person. So you got wow. a half a million dollars of medical expenses. Where's it going to come from? I'm just disappointed I can't write off getting rid of my third chin. Right. That's unfortunate. You could, you could probably deduct that. <laughs> Retirementplannow.com is our website. Retirementplannow.com. This is Retire with Integrity. Thank you for listening to Retire with Integrity, brought to you by Integrity Financial Planning with Brian Bowen, president and founder of Integrity Financial Planning. So, uh, Brian, what's your IQ? I don't know. I've never had a check, I don't think. Did you ever have a check? I did. No, you didn't. I did. Have you ever heard of Mensa? <laughs> well, you, let's you, you were in Mensa for a while? Let's talk about they kicked you out. investing for geniuses. People are always studying geniuses and highly intelligent people trying to get an understanding of what makes them tick. Let's look at some of the common characteristics of highly intelligent people that you should apply to your financial life. Number one, geniuses are supposedly highly adaptable. Huh. Yeah, uh, so this says uh, highly intelligent people are usually very flexible and able to thrive. In so they're able to do the splits? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In many different environments and settings. One researcher noted that intelligent people adapt by showing what can be done regardless of the complications or restrictions placed on them. Yeah, I mean, adaptability, I mean, adaptability and flexibility are very important in financial planning when you're looking at a lot of different things, investments, you know, real estate taxes, uh, insurance, you know, the gifting that they want to do, you know, their goals and, and even sometimes education planning for kids, whatever, maybe your grandchildren. There's so many moving parts, the rules, remember? So it's being flexible and understanding you want something, a plan flexible because things change, right? I mean, yeah, that also falls, falls under the adaptability thing. Right. You, you got to adapt to the changes. Right. So, yeah. I mean, you know, some of these so called experts, and some of these guys are incredibly intelligent, right? Attorneys, whatever, and they sell this irrevocable trust and they put all the money in it and it costs 10 grand or 20 grand to do this trust plan. And they say, oh, you're all set. And then the tax laws change two years later. Oh, well, you didn't need that anymore. And then they undo it all and charge another $5,000 to undo it all, right? And you're like, Okay, that's not flexible, you know, putting everything in an irrevocable trust that you can't, you know, get out without this huge cost. And, and so adaptability and flexibility is very important. You know, having all your money tied up in one thing, whether it's all real estate or it's all stocks or it's all bonds or it's all mutual funds or annuities or whatever it may be, right? You, you have to have some flexibility in financial planning, I think. But I think geniuses, very intelligent people, understand that that gift of having multiple asset classes because they have pros and cons and like this year real estate was up but stocks wasn't right? yeah right yeah and i thought this was a bit of an oxymoron but geniuses understand how much they don't know <laughs> right isn't that kind of an oxymoron well, but it's yeah. true yeah 
Well, it's so funny. Like I tell people, like the more training education I get in this, but I just went to a tax planning conference and I'm sitting with some of the smartest people in the country when it comes to tax planning. You know, there's, there's a panel of four or five CPAs and we work with them with our higher net worth families that need that advanced type of planning. They have a huge capital gain or they have a huge, you know, trigger event tax issue coming up. And I'm sitting there going, okay, these guys are so smart. I mean, the amount of information, it was overwhelming. Right. And this is for me, this is what I do. And it's just like, there's always somebody smarter than you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, but the thing is a lot of them are, they're, they're in this one little niche, right? They don't know about investments. They really don't do financial planning per se. They're just doing tax planning, right? They're coming up with tax strategies that are legal, moral, and ethical to reduce your taxes. And so I think the more you think, you know, everything that's dangerous. Yeah. Right. It's extremely dangerous it's having a team of other people that specialize in certain things like people are like oh gosh you're so smart brian you know all this stuff i'm like no i've got uh about 15 different partners that we work with that have specialty nets if it's charitable giving right i'm calling ron and his team right if it's uh you know a a deferred sales trust we need you know we're calling this team, right? The, the tax firm down in Arkansas, where if, if it's, you know, whatever we, everybody has their specialty and they don't do anything else. They don't do anything else because it's so complicated. They have to be specialists yeah. in it. Right. So when someone says I've got it all figured out, I just wanted to get a second opinion. I'm like, I don't think we're a fit yeah. <laughs> to say that you are an engineer or a doctor or a construction worker, you had whatever going on as your occupation for 40 years to say that you've got it all figured out. I'm sitting here been doing this over 20 years and I'm just going, there's so much more to learn. Yeah. There's so much more to learn because it also changes, right? Right. When you think you've got it figured out, Oh wait, what the tax laws, they changed again. Oh, well, that's what's adaptability, this new flexibility. Yeah. 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 I just feel like, leave the financial stuff to you. Let them deal with the string theory and the quantum physics, but let you deal with the financial end. How about this one? Uh, Geniuses are able to learn from the experiences of others. Mm, Yeah. Well, you know, I got to say something about Dave Ramsey. You know how he, that's how he starts out. Is he a genius? I don't know if he's a genius. He's pretty smart. I don't know if he's a smart dude. Yeah. He is pretty smart. I don't know if he's a genius. I don't know if he's like got an IQ. I'll have to check my uh, Mensa list and see if he's on Yeah, if he's on the Mensa. Yeah, Yeah, check. You might have seen him at one of the group clubs uh, meetings. But no, you know, I think I just was thinking of him because somebody else mentioned um, Dave Ramsey and they went through his uh, financial peace university and it really helped him. Yeah, I was thinking um, that's humility, though, right? Like he would go, hey, look, I I was doing great. I was leveraging real estate and I was buying all this real estate and I was in debt and then everything fell apart. Right. I think this would have been I don't know when it's been the 80s, maybe. But anyways, he basically had to go bankrupt. I remember that. I right? remember hearing that about him. Yeah. yeah, and so he went bankrupt, and but he went back and he said, there's got to be a different way to do this, right? And he went and did it without debt, right? And he built up this real estate empire, but other than he started educating people because he was educating, they're like, you have such much wisdom. I want to do what you're doing. And so he built up his little Dave Ramsey what is it? I guess it's Dave Ramsey. And then sold those lessons and made even more money. Yeah, all the books. and <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and he sells leads through his website, you know, to financial advisors, insurance agents, you know, all these uh, endorsed local providers or whatever they call them. Right. I don't know. They get, you know, a, a cut yep. of everything. Yeah, it's the little network thing. Right, that, the network. Yeah. Th- and, and so I think, you know, you learn, but he talks about his mistakes. That's what helped him. I mean, I'd sit there and look back at some of the financial mistakes I made. I'm like, oh, 
embarrassed. I'm like, did I really do that? But you look back and go, I'll never do that again. Yeah, right. I'll never do that again. Well, right? and also maybe you're a genius because the lessons that you've learned, you apply to your clients. Over oh, the years, yeah. I mean, I've, I always people give the pros and cons when they're about to do something. I said, look, I've actually done this and it was a huge mistake. And here's here's the dangers, right? And what you're about to do. This can happen. Oh, well, the chances of that. Well, it's happened to me, you know, and, and uh, I feel like your mistakes would have had to be real estate mistakes, though, right? Not necessarily yeah, I mean, financial. So renting a house long distance was a huge mistake. Oh, yeah. And uh, that was a big mistake. Got, you were like, oh, we got a property manager. It's fine. You know, it's in Phoenix. It's, you know, it wasn't in Phoenix. It was a, that eats up all your profit, doesn't it? Eh, it's 10%. But, um, you know, it was a very nice home. Moving to Virginia, didn't know if we may come back. We might hate Virginia. Right? Oh, yeah. And it was a beautiful home. Had a pool and and uh, just safety redid, net. Yeah, we did the floors. It was like, hey, we can just come back. Um, but the engineer and the teacher had almost $200,000 of income. We had their credit checked. I mean, it was a professional property manager that went through everything. They're, uh -oh. Oh, they're great. They're great tenants. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. So 11 months in, I didn't get a check, and I was like, oh, maybe they're a little late. No big deal. You know, I wait a few weeks. I'm busy in Virginia. I finally Building call. Building your new firm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, all of a sudden, I get a call from my old neighbor, and was like, hey, by the way, your um, tenants, they moved out in the middle of the night. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, wow. <laughs> so they, they took off to supposedly Florida. They did it in the middle of the night because they knew that, you know, they still had a lease with us and didn't want everybody to know. And... um he also was calling me because they, he goes, I think there's some illegals that are living in your house because they're coming out the side window. We see them at night in the morning early. Is this after they left? Yeah. Or they were housing. Oh, yeah. okay. So yeah, the was... house was empty for a few weeks and these, and the, so the, the, the like squatters, the land. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The uh, moved into my, you know, luxury gotcha. home yeah. that was at one point almost valued at $600,000. Wow. <laughs> and, Went into the house, had I called property manager. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Did you guys even inspect the property? They didn't pay rent. What's going on? Supposedly they moved down the middle of the night. Went out there. I mean, we had a three thousand dollar stove that was destroyed. Hmm. You couldn't even clean the thing. Like it was it was it was destroyed because it caked on like the food and the stove, the Berber carpet was destroyed, scrapes all over the Brazilian cherry floors. I'm going, okay. And I, I had to rely long distance, 2,300 miles away on these clown contractors to show up. You know what it's like, right? Yeah. It's hard even doing it locally. Even locally, yeah. Right? And That's then tough. you're like, they're taking just a to picture. Get people to do what they say they're going to do. So They're know, out there. It's just a lot them. of real estate investors that I know that they're very successful, they have like a 50-mile radius, right? If they're going to manage that themselves, right. right? Or even invest in real estate, they're like, we don't go for, and some of them even say 25 miles. Well, then I can go check on it. I can see what's going on. Yep. I can knock on the door, open the door, you know, and and catch some of these things that happen. But it costs thousands and thousands of dollars. It was an absolute disaster. Don't don't, don't rent a really nice house. But you sold it for one point three and made a mint. <laughs> you did great with it. So I've ha I have those stories too. But uh, I everything's always uh, how you make money in real estate is buying it right. Well, yeah. Uh, right? Well, but you have to have that knowledge to do that, right. too. Yeah. 866-2-PLAN-4, yep. 866-TO-PLAN, and the number four is how you reach the folks at Integrity Financial Planning. 
Learn from the mistakes that have been made in the past because Integrity Financial Planning has your best interest in mind. I know these people. Retirementplannow.com is how you find them. Retirementplannow.com. Have you ever felt like your financial advisor was treating you like a cog in the machine? You will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. That's not how it should be done. You should be working with a financial professional who will take the time to learn about your retirement goals and who will help you plan around your unique financial situation. Every retirement is different. Be sure to get the individual help that you deserve so that you can craft a retirement plan that's specific to your wants and needs. Make sure that you're retiring with financial integrity. Call Brian Bowen and the team at Integrity Financial Planning at 866-2PLAN-4. That's 866-TO-PLAN and the number 4. 866-TO-PLAN-4. You're listening to Retire with Integrity with Brian Bowen. Now, let's get back to the show. We are back with the show, Retire with Integrity. Brian, let's reach into the inbox here. Randall emails in and asks, I'm 74 years young and I'm ready to retire. I've saved $3.6 million in my 401k. I know that you're fond of Roth 401ks. Mine is not that. My wife and I own our home and we have no debt. With Social Security, is $3.6 million enough to retire on? (laughs) I mean, again, we don't know enough information to say, yes, you do have enough. I'm assuming, you know, you do, but I mean, you, you need to look at your expenses, right? How much are you living on consistently? You got to look at inflation. How much are you going to travel in retirement? Um, we're trying to do like a travel budget now for the first 10 years in retirement, say you're 65 or 67, you retire because people re- want to go and people want to see. Yeah. And, and the reality is 65 to 75, you're going to be more physically able to, right? A lot of our clients in their eighties just physically can't, it's too hard for yeah. them to travel all over Europe. Right. So do it now, do it now. So we're going to spend 10 grand a, a, a month, a year or 20 grand a year. And can you do that on top of everything else and still make it? And, you know, we put those kind of goals that you want, you know, do I, I need, honey, I want to go around the, you know, with the world twice every year. Okay. Well, what's that going to cost? I don't know. We get a travel agent on the phone and find out twenty, thirty thousand. Okay. I never even thought about that aspect of financial planning. You do all that. Yeah, because well. you you want to make. That's the point of figuring out. Do you have enough? Right. It's not just a quick. Uh, oh well, you have three point six, and you're going to take out fifty thousand, and you you should be good. There's what else do you want to do? Well, we had a client that wanted to give to a, a church, a large church, a large sum of money. And I'm like, okay, that's good. Um, You weren't the wealthiest people, but they just had big hearts. And then I'm like, but you also need to take care of yourself, right? And I I appreciate you guys, but we we don't want to have you living in your kid's basement, you know? Uh, And, you know, we we want to make sure they had enough. We looked at the charitable gifting plan, figured out some tax strategies, and and it worked. This, Randall, with 3.6 million in 401k, that's a lot. I wish it was in a Roth. That'd be amazing. I would be looking at some heavy Roth conversions. I'd be looking at charitable gift planning strategies if if it's applicable where you could get a large tax deduction to convert more with less tax because 3.6 million. I mean, if he's you right now, you're taking, uh, let's see, I'm doing the math in my head here, but you're, you're well over $130,000 that you're going to have to take, right? In retirement, the required minimum distribution. Because of his age? 
because of his age and because of the amount in his 401k oh, okay. because it's pre-tax. Right? Oh, okay. If it was all in a Roth, he wouldn't have to take anything. But now because it's in a regular 401k, if he takes it out now, he if he converts it, he still has to pay the tax Right, but on he doesn't right. convert all. When we say conversion, we're doing a, what's called a Roth partial drawdown strategy. So it's a, up to a certain tax bracket. And we have software that we go in and we'll say, okay, what if we do it to 12% tax bracket? If we do it to 22 or 24, 20, huh. 30, uh, you know, you go all the way up to 37, most people aren't converting at that high rate. It just doesn't make sense. But what is the difference? And we just had a client, and we did up to 22% tax bracket. It was a $700,000 difference over their lifetime to age 86. Wow. And that's not just the tax savings in retirement, right? It's the opportunity cost as well, right? When they turn 74 and they're saving $5,000 in taxes on that just one year, right? Just one year, they're saving 5,000. Well, that 5,000 there's to still invest. <laughs> it's, oh yeah. It can still grow. So it's right? like a double. Yeah. And another 10 or 15 years, what's that 5,000 worth, right? It's worth 10 in that multiplies. So it's not just about tax savings. It's an opportunity cost. And um, people that come to us typically get it already because they've been listening to our show, they've been listening to our podcast, or YouTube. Well, he obviously has because he, he knew that you liked Roth 401k. Yeah, I mean, we talk about Roth 401ks all the time. We have existing clients that we always find out that they have a Roth and they've been putting in. I'm like, what are you doing? All right, let's log in right now. We're logging into Fidelity or Charles Schwab, wherever their 401k is, and literally saying, come on, you got to get into the Roth. You all, you already have a million and a half in your, four, in your pre-tax. So we would want to figure out, you know, do you have enough? More importantly, let's stop giving so much to the government over our lifetime and figure out a tax plan. I mean, congratulations on 3.6 million. I don't know how you got 3.6 million in 401k, honestly. They must have had like Tesla or something or stock in there uh, because that's a lot to have in a 401k. I don't know, man. I just think about 3.6 million if you could figure out how to invest it and even make like 8%, you're making a mm-hmm. quarter million a year. Yep. I mean, but I don't know how to do that. And you can diversify that. And, you know, there is ways to get the into a traditional IRA. You can invest in real estate. You can invest in the stock market. There's a lot of things he can do to diversify the risk, too. Um, so it's not all his eggs in one basket. That's a lot of money. Well, Randall, uh, thank you for listening, man. Here's what I would advise you to do. Go to retirementplannow.com. That's retirementplannow.com. Here's the number to call, 866-2-PLAN-4. That's 866-T-O-PLAN and the number four. Who will answer the phone? You got multiple people answering yeah. the phones? Yep. Who do I know over there that will answer the phone? Oh, it could be Hannah, Louise. Uh, Louise, Emily, Maddie. I'm just trying to give them a shout out on the radio because I never mention them. Yeah, you should. All right. Uh, Integrity Financial Planning, retirementplannow.com. Investment advisory services offered by Integrity Financial Planning Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm. This information is designed to provide general information about the subjects covered. You should seek advice based on your particular circumstances from an independent tax advisor, as tax laws are subject to interpretation, legislative change, and unique to every specific taxpayer's particular set of facts and circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Insurance and annuity products offered through Brian Bowen, licensed in Virginia. License number 131017. Hi, I'm a cleverly devised personification of Wall Street. I'm one wild roller coaster ride away from wreaking havoc on your investments. If you're not properly diversified, 
You can bet I'll keep you up all night thinking about me. If you want to keep me off your mind, you really need a trusted advisor who'll look after your best interests. Don't wait for turmoil to hit. Make sure that you're retiring with financial integrity. Call Brian Bowen and the team at Integrity Financial Planning at 866-TO-PLAN-4. That's 866-TO-PLAN and the number 4. 866-TO-PLAN-4. Many of us use a tax preparation service or CPA when it comes time to file our return with Uncle Sam. But should I use the same person for my tax planning when it comes to my retirement plan? Kind of touched on that in the last segment. Yeah, we did a little bit. Uncle Sam. Where did they come up with Uncle Sam anyways? Did anybody ever know? I never really I, asked that question. I don't understand that, that either. I, there, you know there's a story there. Because I just remember Uncle Sam and that same old bag of beans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As Uncle Sam guy, I don't know who he is. But anyway, so... Uh, Isn't he, I want you? Yeah, it might have been like the military recruiting, like he was Uncle Sam. Like, Maybe that's what it was. I think that did have something yeah, to do with it. I think you're right. Mm. So, you know, here's the problem with filing taxes. If you really get to know CPAs, and CPAs are incredibly smart, intelligent. A lot of them make ta- a lot of money on tax preparation. It's not a lot of money. Their revenue is based on tax preparation. Some of them make a lot of money. Well, yeah, they do. They do well. But they do accounting, right, for businesses auditing there's a lot of payroll there's a lot of different services they can offer that they can do for uh, small businesses have nothing to do with tax planning bookkeeping bookkeeping i mean has nothing to do with tax planning it is good keeping your books together and all that right but the problem is saving money on taxes throughout retirement requires you to look forward not backward, mm. right? And that's what a CPA is taught. That's a good to do. point. Yeah, that's a, that's you're, a good. You're just you're you know you're like okay, we need to you know you're 63 years old. You want to retire now? That's great. Yeah, we want to take money out of your IRA. I'm like, no, we're not gonna take money out of your IRA. We're gonna we're gonna have a tax efficient investment portfolio in your taxable account. You got half a million dollars. You know, three percent dividends. We can kick out fifteen to eighteen grand a year in dividends. We're going to live on that. Maybe sell a couple stocks by tax loss harvesting. Not going to pay any tax, and we're going to convert the crap out of your IRA to Roth. Why? Because it's going to reduce your taxes about ten grand a year in retirement. Do you want to save ten grand a year? Yeah, I do. Because over your lifetime, that's like a quarter million dollars. Is that something you want to do for you and your family? Because that's more money to you, not your family. Plus the compounding of the Roth. Right. Yeah. It's just the tax savings, not the growth in the Roth as well, right? Because if you have more money there and it didn't go to taxes, because an IRA, unfortunately, has something called an RMD. It's death to your account. We have people that are going, I wish I would have met you 20 years ago. Well, yeah, I didn't know this stuff 20 years ago either. They weren't teaching us this. We just found this out because people's balances got so big and they're like, I got $2.3 million in an IRA. And I'm like, I got to take out hundred grand. i am like, yeah, I'm sorry. You're old, and you know what? Look, unfortunately, you don't need it, but we're going to have to pay, what, all this tax. And they're unfortunate. it's unfortunate. you know. Yeah. And it's like you, now you've got this situation. We have the ability to do tax planning and look forward with the software we're using, with, with the different tools we can use. And it's like it's available, but the problem, here's the biggest problem. The CPAs are where they're going to get the expert advice of, right? They're going to the CPAs, the certified public accountants or the enrolled agent because they're the expert, but they're not asking about your 401k and and what do you have in an IRA? What do you have in a taxable account? What kind of income are you going to need in retirement? What's your social security going to be? What's your pension going to be? 
are you going to do a pension maximization and take the single life annuity? Or you know, there's a million questions we go through yep. that a CPA never asks, and Has that's it, not derogatory towards CPAs. No. That, but they're looking at here's what's happened in the past. Here's what right. you owe in taxes. Yeah, not let's give you some planning for. If the future. I had five dollars for every single time someone said, "Oh my goodness, I wish I would have converted it to a Roth." If I wish I would have you know been doing this for 15, 20 years because we've been doing Roth for years and years and years, converting, shifting over, moving it over. And people don't like the pain, just like they don't like exercise. When you go and do karate, do you really like the, you know, the, when you're out of breath part, you know, and your your sides hurting from cramping? Not really. Yeah. You feel good afterwards, though. And I don't know what that is. I'm sure some health expert can call in and tell me the it's the what is it dopamine or something? I don't, uh, I don't yeah, know. Whatever accomplishment, but you, you know that pukey feeling when you're like, I can't do even one more. Right. Kick or punch. Right. Yeah. One, one more, I can't. I'm done. My body's gonna done. Gonna hurl. I'm, I'm gonna sell the Buick. I'm exhausted, right? And But it's that same thing. You do some hard work over time with planning, it will pay off. And then you're sitting here going, I'm in a better financial position. I'm in control of the investments and my tax plan here. And you can actually usually get about a 1% to 1.5% rate of return with tax planning over time. And that's like it's actually better than the stock market because the stock market's unpredictable. Well, tax planning's not. The tax is only going to go up. So it's it could even be better than 1%, right? So I think here's the thing. The national debt was approaching 22 trillion in 2018. Today it's more than 30 trillion. Wow. Trillion. I remember when they were saying if it hits 19 trillion then there's going to be a huge look at it. Jeez. So there's many experts not me, because I'm not the tax analysis for the government. There's experts out there that suggest for the government to meet its obligations. And it's talking about the pension, the unfunded liabilities. Yeah. All these people working for the government have these nice big pensions coming, and they're 50 years old, they're 55, and they're like, hey. Please don't say it out loud. My wife has that pension. Right. Oh, well, hers is state. Virginia has more money than the government, I think, because they actually have real money. Um, but the idea is that at some point, it's going to force be forced to raise tax rates. Yeah. So if your rate goes up 10, 15, or 20%, you get less income in retirement. Yeah. So what are you going to do about it? There is something you can do. You don't stick your head in the sand. Oh, I'm too old to convert, you know. And I'm like, okay. So I had a client he came in. He had $2 million in an IRA, another million and a half in um, taxable account, like a trust account, but it's taxable too. Mm -hmm. And he had a uh, hundred fifty thousand in Roth just from what he had been putting in contribution wise because he started doing it like you know eight ten years ago. And um, first of all, he, his wife was still working part time. Like, why are you not putting in a Roth? That's something you could be doing right now. Fourteen grand a year. You got the money in the brokerage and just transfer transfer it over. Say, like, oh, I'm too old for that Roth thing. I'm like, okay, well, I know you've been doing this on your own, and I know that it's hard to. Realize it, but we're going to show you with, with software and simple math how much the difference will be. We're going to contribute to your Roth. We're going to change her contributions. All her salary is going to go to Roth. She's not working for money anymore. She's still working in a job that she can put all her money into a Roth. Now, it wasn't much. I don't know what it was, twenty five grand a year, but she's working part-time, wanted to get out of the house, right? Yeah. So here we are putting almost forty grand away. Where are you getting the money if she's not working? Well, she didn't need the money anyway. We had Social Security that they were living on, right? They have assets. They have dividends coming in. They got money coming out of the years. It's like, let's convert this IRA to Roth. And you start looking at the amount of difference on somebody who's already 70 years old, right? Because people are like, oh, I'm too old to do this. Now, it was like half a million dollars difference. That wasn't, oh, Brian showed him a better portfolio. They got a better rate of return. 
Or we all wait. What's the rule of thumb? Every seven years. What was the rule? Seventy. Seventy-two. You talking about rule seventy-two? The rule seventy-two. I don't know. The, yeah, the, the rule, compounding of the Roth. Well, rule 72 is you take 72 into the interest rate, right? And then that basically doubles. So so you take 72 divided yeah, into that's what I'm talking 7. about. 7.2. Yeah. Your money doubles every 10 years. Yeah. Right? So do you want a doubling in a tax-free account or do you want it in a tax-deferred account? Yeah. So, you know, one, you pay the tax on the seed and one, you pay, you don't, you know, you pay tax on the harvest. So, you know, that's the thing. It's, it doesn't matter your age. Tax planning is an ultra important. And especially, it's really important. We've got a lot of people doing this. They're selling stock in their corporation because they're, you know, executive in the company. They are selling real estate because this is the time to sell real estate. You're seeing a softening because of interest rates and inflation. Portfolios are being sold at 20, 30, 40 units. They're like, I need to get out of here. We just helped the client do that and eliminated his tax. And it's like, what are you doing about tax planning because do you really want to pay? I have a client. He goes, well, I don't want to pay this attorney fees because we got to set up this trust. We, we recommended a deferred sales trust for him. And there's some fees involved and he's got to pay the attorney fees. But it's going to save him $800,000 oh this year. Wow. The attorney fees are, are it's like a, a needle in a haystack. Yeah. <laughs> like, Okay, go 20, ahead. $20,000. Oh, yeah. Here, Kim, you know, our CPA Kim did, yeah. the, did the tax return. This is what you're going to, oh, I laid it in front of him. And then I put the, the attorney fees, what it's going to cost. Which one do you want to pay? Uh, both are legal. Both are moral. Both are ethical. It's fine if you want to take it. But it's not, you're not, you got to, you take the 800000 off of what you have invested. That money's not there. It can't grow. So your money can't keep up with the, the bigger number. Yeah. It just can't, right? Because it's not there. It's gone. You gave it to the government. Yeah. That means you get less income in retirement. Your family will get less when they inherit it. Tax planning is very critical to getting a good rate of return. I know uh, you get a lot of calls during the week. You have room to take some new clients, correct? Yeah. I mean, so during the week, yeah, it's funny. We do get a lot of people that listen on the weekends to the radio show. Some people, it takes like three years for them to call, but (laughs) you don't want to kind of sit on that. You want to start now, but we had... One, she said she was listening for six years. Wow. <clears throat> I said, are you Is sure? Is it like a trust equity or what What do they say? Or, or we just uh, don't want to leave our current financial It advisor. was actually her husband that admitted it in the meeting. I was like, really? Six years? She's like, yeah, we turned it on every week. And I was like, oh, okay. And we liked it. We enjoyed it. But he had a really good relationship with the financial advisor. It was like kind of a, they yeah, would, once, on a once a year go golfing and, yeah. you know, they go to a, uh, a restaurant once a year. And then they're like, they're about to sell their house and they had a really nice investment property in California. They were making a lot of money and, you know, primary homes, if you make 500,000, you can walk away with no capital gains. Well, theirs was a lot more than this. Mm-hmm. They're walking away with a big chunk of taxes. And they went to their financial advisor, the expert, right? The friend, the everything, right? And there was no advice. There was nothing. And they listened to the show the next week, and I was talking about the same exact story of things that they could do. It was like three things. And they'd already sold it, and it was too late, right? But they were, like, so frustrated. Like, why didn't we, you know? Well, yeah. I know, and just so you know, we're on in, like, 19 different markets. So make the call now. If you're interested, if you've saved at least a million dollars towards your retirement, here's the number to call. 866-2-PLAN-4. 866-TO-PLAN and the number 4. Hi, I'm a cleverly devised personification of Wall Street. 
I'm one wild roller coaster ride away from wreaking havoc on your investments. If you're not properly diversified, you can bet I'll keep you up all night thinking about me. If you want to keep me off your mind, you really need a trusted advisor who'll look after your best interests. Don't wait for turmoil to hit. Make sure that you're retiring with financial integrity. Call Brian Bowen and the team at Integrity Financial Planning at 866-TO-PLAN-4. That's 866-TO-PLAN and the number 4. 866-TO-PLAN-4. Want to learn more about Brian Bowen and the team at Integrity Financial Planning? Go to financialplanningva.com. That's financialplanningva.com. Now, back to the show. Interest rates continue. They just continue to increase. And as they do, more retirement investors are asking about annuities. Why are they so popular in this environment? And what do you think about annuities, Brian? Well, that's a very broad word. Annuities. That's, I know, but you hear it a lot. It's like saying I like food, you know? Well, what kind of food do you like? There's a lot of different flavors. I'm learning that about from you. Is that well, it's like, it's, and it's like, well, I like meat. Okay. What kind of meat? Is that seafood? Is that beef? Not stringy meat. It's pork. No steak. <laughs> By the way, we really need to pray for Brett. He he has a problem. He doesn't like steak. I've never met any, any man that doesn't like steak. It's not for me, man. I'm just saying. We need to chop real- it up. Hamburger all day long. Why would you chop up a steak? That's wrong. It isn't. People have died for less. I think that's... Is there not a food that has a texture that you dislike? Yeah. What? Hummus. Do you like hummus? (laughs) That's disgusting. Oh, my goodness. All right. We'll bring you some chicken nuggets so you can have your chicken nuggets (laughs) from McDonald's. Thank you. So, yeah, annuities are are, are very similar to uh, investment products right out there. They have a feature where you can save in them and defer your interest. There's variable annuities. There's... uh, which are in the market, variable, meaning right, it goes up and down. Yeah. So they're in the stock market, right? Don't not a particular fan of those um, at all because they're... It's kind of like ARM, adjustable rate mortgage. They can go up and down. Yeah, that's, that's, well, that's it has this like a smoke and mirrors thing of like, oh, it's really protecting you. And then you really read the contract. You're like, no, you're not really protecting, but you're paying a lot more in fees. If you live to 95, it's protecting you. If you get this income rider, um, it's just, again... If you want a annuity, the only thing I can tell you is you want an annuity x-ray and you have a variable annuity. How do you know you have a variable annuity? That's the other problem. We have people, I don't have any annuities. I'm, I've got everything. It's the stock market with my advisor, Edward Jones or Morgan Stanley. They had a guy that came in at like 8.5 million. He goes, no, I hate annuities. I don't, I don't have any annuities. Very simple minded man. Just a great guy. He had saved it, invested it um, over 40 years as actually a secretary invested it for him, believe it or not. And, um, Came in because I hate those annuities. I don't want those dang things. Blah blah blah. blah. Oh, okay. you know, because I just asked if he had any. It was it was the first time I talked to him, and he was mentioning, "I want something safe." And I was like, "Do you have annuities now?" And he's no. And anyways, he came in. Well, he had four of them. <laughs> he did not know he had variable annuities. Huh. Because it was just buried in his portfolio. Oh, there's so many pages he didn't understand. It's not his thing. Yeah. He, he'd just take the page and put it in the in the envelope. But yeah, he had and his average fee was about four point two five percent. Oh gosh. Not the return. That was the fee. Wow. Right? And he had a million what did he have? A million two million. It wasn't anything to sneeze at. It was a lot. I mean, I'm like, you're paying fifty grand in fees almost here on these on these annuities. And the rate of return was like two, three percent on most of them that he had earned. When the market had done like nine or ten, 
And you're like, why is, you know, why is it not earn anything? So there's really bad ones like that, that you just, it makes you furious because the, here's a really good guy that worked very hard. I mean, blue collar, high school education, didn't go out and get his degree, but he worked his tail off and he saved it and someone else invested it for him. It was another financial advisor, right? And he did make money on everything else, but he could have made a lot more and his family could have had a lot more. If he wasn't in these crappy annuities, right? And, and, and if, he, if he knew that he had those crappy but annuities. But he didn't even know, right? Yeah. And so we did an x-ray and we actually talked to his CPA about it. And he's like, yeah, these are pretty bad. I'm going to have to talk him out of these things. But the problem is they have a surrender period, some of them, right? And so so those are then now what the... Wait, what does that mean? If you don't hit the... Then you're locked in? Well, they have time periods, 5, 7, 10, 15 years. You could be locked in because... Oh, jeez. You, you're, you're, you're locked into them because that's the thing you're giving up. You're giving up liquidity. You can still pull money out, usually about 10%. You can take out of it without a penalty. But if you take more than that, that's where they will ding you because they're giving you something. The problem is the variable news doesn't really give you much of anything. You're still in the stock market and can lose 30%, right? So they're, the ones that are popular right now that a lot of people are reaching out is, is these guaranteed, multi-year guaranteed annuities. They're like a CD, but people want some kind of return in this crazy stock market. Well, they're paying for three years. You're going to get like a 4% return. I mean, it's better than CDs and the bank's not paying anything and I have to lock my money for three years. I can still take 10% out. Yeah, right. You go, some of them are even paying as high as five if you go longer. You're like, well, I that's pretty good and it's safe, right? And it's not say you put all your money in there because that's not going to keep up with inflation. But for a conservative investor, that's a place, that's why it's very popular in this environment to talk about those annuities because the word is fixed. They're fixed annuities. Is that what uh, Magnum P.I. is selling on TV? Or is he talking about... Uh, Magnum P.I. Whatever that guy's name is. You know, Tom mortgage. Selleck? Tom Selleck. Uh, What's, or is that reverse mortgage? Reverse mortgage. Same-ish, right? Reverse mortgage is completely different. Oh, okay. But it, that is about... Oh, man, I don't know. Probably 90% of the time, it's not a fit for people. Yeah. It's very rare. They have to have no kids that are not going to get mad when, and they have no other assets. Chuck they, Woolery is hawking the same stuff. I'm like, I like that guy. There's, there's a ton of money, and 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 so they they've gotten better. They were awful, and there was a ton of lawsuits back before 2008. Yeah, and there was yeah, the government really got involved in them and has cleaned it up a little bit. But I've I have only found two clients in 20 plus years that are fit for that. Mm. That, uh, uh, the 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 mortgages the, the reverse, reverse mortgage, mortgages yeah. and annuities are the same thing i mean we had a client go i heard you talking about annuities on the radio and i was like why are you you were kind of bad dogging them a little bit and i said um he's like do you offer those and i was like well yeah we do he's like, how come you didn't offer them to me i was like because on a risk score of one to ten you're like a seven and that means you're aggressive. You're not going to be happy with the returns that we offer. And so oh, I see on the ones that you would. Yeah. Recommend. I mean, yeah. you're going to get maybe four or five, maybe, right. That's not very exciting when he wants 10, you got to be in the right category. We have clients that are 80 and they're, uh, they're a risk score two. They don't want to take the risk. You know what they say? And I always know where they're going to say, I don't want to lose any money. Mm -hmm. yeah, there you well, go. What do you do? You put them in Bitcoin, something conservative, you know, something that won't lose. 90%. That's sarcasm. So uh, if you have questions about annuities, here's the number to call. 866-2-PLAN-4. 866-TO-PLAN and the number 4.
Have you ever felt like your financial advisor was treating you like a cog in the machine? You will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. That's not how it should be done. You should be working with a financial professional who will take the time to learn about your retirement goals and who will help you plan around your unique financial situation. Every retirement is different. Be sure to get the individual help that you deserve so that you can craft a retirement plan that's specific to your wants and needs. Make sure that you're retiring with financial integrity. Call Brian Bowen and the team at Integrity Financial Planning at 866-2PLAN-4. That's 866-TO-PLAN and the number 4. 866-2PLAN-4. What is your name? I'm Arthur, King of the Britons. What is your quest? To get retirement ready. What is the P.E. ratio on your portfolio's top grossing products? I don't know that. Don't get blown to bits by complex jargon. Let Brian Bowen help you over the bridge to a meaningful retirement. So the question is, will you have enough money to fund a comfortable retirement? Two-thirds of those surveyed by the Employee Benefit Research Institute believe they will. But as CNBC's Sharon Epperson points out, a lot of them are just guessing. There are a number of people that haven't even done the calculations yet on how much it's going to cost them to retire and what they're going to need to live comfortably all of those years. 42%, that's only the number that have done that type of calculation. And only 29%, that's less than one in three people, have actually calculated how much money they're going to need for probably their biggest expense, and that is health care expenses. Mm. So what are these calculations she's referring to? Well, there's a lot, and we're going to put this on a YouTube video because we've got this uh, show being recorded video for the YouTube channel. But what I'd like to do is is show people the software that we use and how complicated it is to all the different areas it's looking. It's not just healthcare; it's stock market, it's Monte Carlo analysis. It's talking about income. I don't even know what that Monte Carlo analysis. Well, it's it's I don't even know what that is. Monte Carlo is the analysis of basically the stock market, what it's done, mm. the risk you're taking, the probability of you know success in the market, and it's a lot of different. Is that a common thing, or am I just a rube? Yeah, you're just a rube. Okay, but um, so yeah, <laughs> it's okay. I believe it. But it's figuring out all these scenarios, possible scenarios, right, of the market dropping and and. It, you know, in Social Security and a possible increase there with, with an inflation number uh, or, you know, consumer price index increase. So you've got all these different, cal- I mean, it's just hundreds of calculations. And our team takes anywhere from five to six hours to put all this just in this planning. And that's just one of the softwares that we Good use. Grief. And that's to put it all in there. And then when they I get it, then I'm spending another hour or two going and tweaking it and playing around with different scenarios. Well, what if they retired at 62? And what if they retired at 62 but also work part-time? Or they sold, oh, good grief. Your they, job is nothing but graphs, isn't it? Well, no, nah, it's not graphs. It's, 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 Here's where you are at 62. Here's where you are at 65. It's, it's it, just looking at scenarios. What's the best? And what if we you know, sold the business here, took the income and deferred it when they're in a lower tax bracket and, and started Roth conversions at 65. And if they retired at 65, then their Medicare is cheaper. All these different, what if, what if, what, what if? if, what if, what if, yeah. right. And we're trying to play out these scenarios. And the more, what ifs you do, the more your brain starts really working, <laughs> going, okay. Yeah. Cause if, if you just take a look at a plan and look at somebody's plan, you go, 
oh, yeah, this is the first thing I would do, and you walk away. It's kind of like how Dave Ramsey, you get these phone calls. People like, why don't you take phone calls like Dave Ramsey? I'm like, because I think it's really not in somebody's best interest for them to take my advice on a five-minute conversation. That's a great point because it's, it's so much more in-depth. Oh, my. It? It's, it's, it's entertainment is all it is. Dave yeah. Ramsey's doing entertainment. He's well, set- but also Dave Ramsey has the common theme and and with what he does, it's very common. It's pay off your debt, pay off your right, debt. Right, pay off your debt. With you, save there's more. a million different variations and, right, and variables and, and scenarios. Right, and it's like, okay, so, okay, pay off your debt's good, and he does have a great program for that. A lot of people have, have had financial success. Not knocking him, by the way. Just No, that. it's just, but it, to be able to give someone a plan in five minutes is irresponsible. I mean, and or for them to really implement something based on what you know he said now sometimes it's like hey yeah you should really pay off your school debt yeah i agree with 90 percent what he's saying about you know paying off your debt saving more giving it away you know all the principles he's got but when you need to look at all the different scenarios i mean you really gotta spend time even if i was a i actually did this for a little bit we were given out free access to our financial planning software this was years ago and we told we had a link on our website. They could go and enter it in. Wow. Yeah, they could. I mean, we're paying thousands of dollars for this software for them to go and enter it in themselves. And you know what the, the feedback we got is like, we don't know how to use it. It's like, well, yeah. I, I got a Lamborghini, but I don't know how to drive it. Integrity Financial Planning. 866 to plan for is how you reach him. 866-TO-PLAN and the number four, or you can check us out online at retirementplannow.com. If you saved at least a million dollars towards your retirement, here's the number to call. 866-TO-PLAN-FOR, 866-TO-PLAN and the number four. Hi, I'm a cleverly devised personification of Wall Street. I'm one wild roller coaster ride away from wreaking havoc on your investments. And I love to mess with your emotions. If you're not properly diversified, you can bet I'll keep you up all night thinking about me. If you want to keep me off your mind, you really need a trusted advisor who will look after your best interests. You also need a custom-designed financial plan that will protect you from market volatility. Otherwise, when I take a plunge, I'll send you scrambling through your filing cabinet, hoping you were well-prepared. Don't wait for turmoil to hit. Make sure that you're retiring with financial integrity. Call Brian Bowen and the team at Integrity Financial Planning at 866-TO-PLAN-4. That's 866-TO-PLAN and the number 4. 866-TO-PLAN-4. Serenity now! Serenity now! (laughs) What is that? When my blood pressure gets too high man on the tape tells me to say serenity now does your financial plan have you constantly needing to calm down find your serenity now and keep listening to retire with integrity pro football teams are banking that the picks their experts made will pay off in winning seasons i think a lot of them play moneyball now you seen the the movie moneyball Mm -hmm. yeah but an article in the new york times talks about how so many of the draft decisions are based on emotion. And as history has shown, they regret many of the outcomes. Tom Brady wasn't drafted until the 199th pick in 2000. And from what I understand, he the starter got injured. Tom Brady went in, wowed them, and the starter never came back. They never let him the starter come back again. Where, Unbelievable. Did, he, where, where, where did he uh, go to school? Where did he play at in college? 
That's a great question. Where? Where, Jake? Michigan. Was it Michigan? I don't know. I'm not the guy. 199th pick. 199th pick. Yeah. So let's think about the let's think about the 198th Michigan other coaches that passed on him on Tom Brady. Yeah, the best player on the planet. Do you think that? Do you think those guys are still? They have a job? No. Yeah, I think they're over it. <laughs> I, I, do you, do you th- I think they're good. Do you think they're they got up. fired for that? I would have. I, mean, I would have been like, "You're fired. Well, you you, you know? missed Tom Brady. How do you know? How do you? How, how do you mean? He like he had the talent, obviously. Well, but, yeah, but, but I mean, who knew? Until you put him in. So put yeah. me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Put me in, coach. So yeah. the uh the parallel here, it's like investors who want to plan their own retirement, but the stocks they pick can be unwise decisions based on emotion. Brian, how many times have you seen this with your clients despite your warnings? Oh, we had um we had one uh that was a big real estate investor, but he still had a good amount in stocks. Um and he had it in four stocks, and um, I was curious to, I was I was going to reach out to him recently because he had about, I mean, a third of it was in Netflix, and Netflix has just absolutely got tank. You know why? Do you know, do you know why Netflix went up? Well, there's subscribers. Uh, I think has dropped. There's a lot of competition. Well, huh? Yeah, because they quit letting people pirate the uh, passwords, the username and passwords. Right. So all these people have dropped off and they're like, well, forget it then. Right. So, I mean, that, that kind of happens. Then they lose like two and a half million subscribers. I mean, you know, I've got older kids that are using my password. I haven't gotten caught yet. I'm still using it and I'm pirating for my brother-in-law. Oh, that's bad. You shouldn't do that. Why? Hey, you can't afford 16 bucks a month. Come on. Um, Coming from the financial advisor, I know, but it's what are you, you know, talking about. I'm saving money, dude. Yeah, listen to you, <laughs> my goodness. Uh, thankfully, he's not going to manage your money. So, um, but but yeah, I mean, there's just and you and you, know, you see, and I'm like, okay, well, it's great, it's gone up, and he and he did well, right? And um, I basically, he's like, yeah, I was wondering if you could, uh, you know, do some something similar. I was like, you're you're. The stocks are great and they've done well, but you're taking incredible risk. Like on a scale of one to ten, you're on eleven. I mean, I was. You mean of, having that much in one basket? Yeah, he just had so much, and then of course we saw what was it? Was it a twenty-seven percent drop in a day? I'm trying to think uh, what it was. Probably just the news of shutting down the passwords. Yeah, and, and well, their earnings weren't there. They mm. they had uh, subscri- less subscribers. There's just so much competition. I mean, there is. Yeah, there's Peacock, Disney Plus, and Disney Hulu, Plus, and yeah, every, YouTube TV. You, you, yeah. you go and look at all the new apps. They they create a new one every week. You know, uh, so we get we get Amazon Prime because my wife does that, so she can order stuff, and we get that. Free right, and there's a tons a, of tons yeah. of shows on that. Yeah. Right? Um, so uh, you know the point is that that there's there's a time period. I said you really need to diversify. He wasn't willing to do it, and I said that's fine. But you're not fit for us because you're not going to take that risk. He he wanted me to manage it, but keep some of the biggest stock positions. And I'm like, no, because when it goes down twenty percent, you're going to yell at me. Yeah, and it went down even more than that. It wasn't much longer after that. So I think you know it's it's a it's a, it's a hard decision because everybody thinks well it's just going to keep on going up, right? And then you have a year like this when everything gets just absolutely clobbered. Hammered, yeah. 
Integrity Financial Planning. 866 to plan for is how you reach him. 866-TO-PLAN and the number four, or you can check us out online at retirementplannow.com. If you saved at least a million dollars towards your retirement, here's the number to call. 866-TO-PLAN-FOR. 866-TO-PLAN and the number four. Hi, I'm a cleverly devised personification of Wall Street. I'm one wild roller coaster ride away from wreaking havoc on your investments. If you're not properly diversified, you can bet I'll keep you up all night thinking about me. If you want to keep me off your mind, you really need a trusted advisor who'll look after your best interests. Don't wait for turmoil to hit. Make sure that you're retiring with financial integrity. Call Brian Bowen and the team at Integrity Financial Planning at 866-TO-PLAN-4. That's 866-TO-PLAN and the number 4. 866-TO-PLAN-4. This is Retire with Integrity. So, Brian, a friend of mine, I would say is more like an acquaintance, is shopping for financial advisors, and he's thinking about going with one from the bank because it's convenient. They might even qualify for free checking as an incentive. But how is the service from the banks different from yours? Uh, we like the banks, actually. I think the banks are great. I wish there was more bank financial advisors out there, to be perfectly honest with you, because that's where we get a lot of our clients from. There's a big, huge difference in the services that we can offer that they just can't offer. It's not that the the actual advisor wouldn't want to if they had the independent status like we did. They just can't. It's kind of like their hands are tied behind their back, right? They're sitting there going, I mean, I know a CPA that is a financial advisor that works for a bank as a financial advisor. He's a CPA. He used to do it in his prior life, right? Okay. But he can't give tax advice. Yeah, isn't that funny? Wow. He can't give tax advice. It's, well, it says on the bottom of the state, read your statement. If you work, if you're at Wells Fargo or even Edward Jones or any of these places, you know, the big banks, you look at the bottom of what it says. We do not give any tax advice. Interesting. So a uh, famous actor gets philosophical about retirement. We caught up with Bill Murray recently, and he told us ensuring you have enough money to retire is one thing, but knowing how you plan to spend your time after leaving the workforce is quite another. I think trying to work on it every single day, writing down your thoughts about what you'd like, what you feel, what you're thinking, it adds up to something because you really surround an idea. You really put a lot of thought into it. There's not one answer. You have to know what you want. That's always been number one. And when you know that, then you have to just find others to work with. So Brian, we already know that you work with clients, so their money will last through retirement, but do you also work with them on what they'll be retiring to. Oh yeah, we talk about that a lot um, because what we've seen is that people get really bored and and they don't know what to do. Health issues start happening because they're sitting around not doing anything and we're trying to engage them. Well, what are you going to do? You know, Do you want to work part-time? Inactivity is a killer, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It's, it's uh, mentally, physically destroying them. And then, of course, they're also the relational problems that can happen. Oh yeah. Right. Well, you're in the house with each other all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, where they're bad news. Yeah. Where they're yelling at each other and like, why don't you go back to work? Yeah. You know? And, and so go I think plant some flowers. E yeah. Exactly. Right. So I think the, the problem is just having a plan of what you're going to do. Like, okay, do you really enjoy what, what kind of things do you die? I asked a lot of, we ask a lot of questions that people don't understand why we're asking them, but it's to get to that emotional uh, type of, what are you going to do? with your, I mean, you got enough money, 
we we've established that but what are you gonna do with your time and well we want to go visit the kids and the grandkids i'm like okay but they're also in school and busy after the fifth time what are you gonna do yeah right yeah. i mean how much are they really gonna be able to take out of their their time you know when they're chasing them the kids to soccer practice the grandkids, right? Chasing the soccer practice and basketball yeah. and ballet and yeah. whatever they're doing. What are you going to do, right? Are you going to get involved in a charity or a nonprofit? Are you going to give back? Are you going to get a part-time job? Going to go on cruises right. for the rest of your life? Right. Yeah. And some people can, but it's also very, very expensive yeah. to do oh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. I mean, you really got to have a lot of money to be able to do on vacation all the time. And then there's the point of, I don't, I don't really want to go on vacation. I like my bed. Like, you know what I mean? I but also my co-host, um, he bought an RV and he and his wife decided they were going to travel around the nation uh -huh. and that's just how they were going to live. Yeah. That lasted about five months. Really? And they yeah. came back? Well, yeah. And they visited a lot of places, but it was like, yeah, we're done being on the road. We, we need, really? we, want, we want some roots. They yeah. just, they just want to be home in their yeah. own. Well, yeah. They want a place to, you know. It sounds real good on paper and then actually doing it, right? Yeah. So I think that's the coaching part that we're doing is, you know, hey, what do you what do you guys want to do? And then if they're interested in giving, you know, their time, well, they obviously really care about this organization. Let's say it's church or a nonprofit. Then we know where their heart is. We can also show them some strategies on the tax planning side of how they can give more with their money instead of just writing a check because it's usually if they if they are wanting to willing to give their time they're willing to give their money too and, and instead of just writing a check for your checking account let's gift stock let's do a qualified charitable distribution from your ira or maybe even go a step further and do charitable lead trust or charitable remaining trust or pooled income fund there's all kinds of different ways to give that's, you are talking, speaking so Greek to, to me to right English. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. So you, you want to be able to do uh, the same thing, right, with the same amount of money, but just a more tax-efficient way. Yeah. And that's basically what tax planning kind of is, or charitable giving is trying to figure that out. But, but it all ties into what are you going to do? What are you going to do with this money? I mean, we have people come in, they're like, I'm never going to spend this money. We, we live on like 4000 a month. And we got four million in, in stocks and another two, three million in real estate. And we've got great income from my wife's pension. And we got Social Security of six grand, you know, or whatever almost. And we're like, uh, you know, there's only so much money. We're just, and they don't, because they save so well, it's hard for them to, to, to flip a switch and just turn into big spenders. They just can't. But I could see me being a big spender, man. <laughs> you I mean, seriously. If you wouldn't I, if, have any problem. If I'm retired, that all these projects that I've got around the house, and it's always whatever I expect it to be, it's double the expense. Well, that's okay because you're putting it back in the house. It's not like you're spending it on you know, a lot of things that are you're not going to get see any value. If, right. you, if you put it in your property, you know, it's helping increasing your property hopefully but still a roof there's 30 grand I know. new deck is twenty five thousand. i mean it it goes so quickly it's crazy it really is it's expensive integrity financial planning 866 to plan for is how you reach him 866-TO-PLAN and the number four or you can check us out online at retirementplannow.com if you saved at least a million dollars towards your retirement here's the number to call 866-TO-PLAN-4 866-TO-PLAN and the number four
Investment advisory services offered by Integrity Financial Planning Incorporated, a registered investment advisory firm. This information is designed to provide general information about the subjects covered. You should seek advice based on your particular circumstances from an independent tax advisor, as tax laws are subject to interpretation, legislative change, and unique to every specific taxpayer's particular set of facts and circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company. Insurance and annuity products offered through Brian Bowen, licensed in Virginia. License number 131017.